What do we do when we find ourselves up against the many leadership challenges that exist within our chosen careers? We all have goals and achievements that we would like to accomplish. Unfortunately, these desires don't come equipped with insight or awareness on how to bring these accomplishments to light. In essence, this is why the Dream Octane Niche Finder Framework was formed. Our founder, Clifton C. Manning, spent the first 17 of his 20-year career in healthcare working with physicians and healthcare leaders to achieve patient-centric goals while possessing only an associate's degree in applied science. At times, these challenges were daunting, and he felt unqualified to achieve the success he wanted. However, he focused on becoming intentional in reading every leadership book that he could find, as well as attending frequent seminars in areas where he saw opportunities to improve. Over time, as he applied insights gained from these various sources, he was able to successfully and efficiently cross the hurdles he found himself up against. Eventually, varying degrees of success within his sphere of leadership influence became more evident. The Niche Finder podcast is intended to bring similar insight to you, the listener, from those who have achieved some level of noteworthy success in their chosen career. Our hope is that the challenges they have overcome in the past will provide insight for your current leadership struggles and unlock the dream of achieving success in your own career. We believe that if innovative change is an engine, your unique dreams and abilities could be its fuel. And now I present to you the host of the Niche Finder podcast, Clifton C. Manning. Welcome to this version of the Niche Finder podcast, calling all the way from Los Angeles, California, right? The Laker town. We have Brandon Leibowitz, and he specializes in digital marketing. He is a specialist in that arena. And today you're going to learn some new terms. If you don't really know much about the digital marketing and how traffic gets moved around and how you can influence, if you want to know how to do that, you need to connect with this gentleman because he specializes in what's called SEO or search engine optimization. That's a real fancy word for if you want people to start coming to you online, see this guy first. So without further without further ado, let me just introduce Brandon to the Niche Finder podcast. Brandon Leibowitz, thank you so much for joining the program today. Oh, thanks for having me on today. All right, excellent. So why would the why would the audience have a vested interest in your journey? Well, just because it's a way to get free traffic. So I really focus on SEO, search engine optimization, which is a way to just tap into that free traffic from Google, so you can avoid spending money on paid ads and just get that traffic that Google's willing to give out to people. Excellent. Now, let me, let me ask you this, because I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated. This is kind of like, you know, my space as well. And so um, I want to try to siphon you for as much information. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just messing with you. But do you also do search engine uh, optimization or can it also be applied to some of the other social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube? Well, you could optimize anything. It doesn't have to be just websites or search engines. You could optimize a Yelp. You could optimize an Amazon page. You could optimize pretty much anything that has a search engine or an algorithm. It's all possible to go in, do some changes, tweak it, and try to just capture more visibility or whatever it is that you're trying to promote. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate that. Now, at the start of your journey... Um, what what internal struggles did you find yourself up against in trying to get into the space of search engine optimization? I'm just trying to learn about what it is after I graduated from college, got my degree in business marketing and 
first job was doing digital marketing and had no idea what digital marketing, well, had a basic idea, but didn't know much about SEO and social media and email marketing and paid ads and all these things that I had to learn. And just they, the first company that I got hired with, they said, we're going to take it to classes, workshops, kind of learn alongside you. And just learning was probably the biggest hurdle, just trying to figure everything out. Mm. Yeah. Um, love it. I, I also see uh, on your website, uh, I'm sure you, you'll give it out a little bit later, but I, I noticed that you had uh, a lot of companies that you, you've been working with. I mean, it seems like you've been in this game for how long now? And, and um, who were, well, I don't know if you want to disclose the brand, but there's been some pretty reputable companies you've been working with, with this, this niche that you have. Yep. yep. Since 2007, been doing SEO. So just right after I graduated from college, got that first job and once I got that first job, realized I could do freelance work, pick up clients here and there. So I'd work after work, before work, on weekends, picking up clients and working full time on the business or for the company that I was working for. Okay. And and how do you how do you uh, pick up clients as someone freelancing in the SEO space? I mean, it's, that's not exactly like a door to door activity. Like, how exactly do you find clients and and how do you pitch them? Yeah, cold call in, door to door, but once wow, you okay. patient, you don't have to do that anymore, luckily. But when I first started doing it, that's the way to do it, posting on like Craigslist and just trying to get as much exposure, visibility, because building your own website and ranking it takes months. So while I was waiting for all that to happen, got to figure out some other ways to get visibility or get clients. And that's just going out, cold outreach, which... It's not fun doing. Don't do that anymore. I haven't done that in years, but that's the initial way to just get that growth. You got to do whatever you can. You got to hustle and just put yourself out there in as many places as possible that have potential clients. Wow. I, you know, I, I love that. Um, I, I, so what I find most fascinating is, um, and, and I'm, a, I'm a proponent of when you find your niche, it's so important to find your niche, right? Because if you find your niche, you then can, then it helps you to clarify where your audience is. And so I think at the start of your journey, I'm hearing that, yeah, you came out of business school, you went into digital marketing, you started to see there's opportunities to do freelance and you start cold calling or knocking on door to door. Um, but you still, you still had a singular message. At least that's what I'm getting. But what type of external roadblocks did you find yourself up against or external struggles did you find yourself up against at the start of your journey? Yeah, just trying to find clients was a big struggle, trying to build a website because I didn't know how to build a website. So I had to barter with somebody where I did their SEO. They built me a website, but just trying to do everything. I mean, just trying to figure out what SEO is, how it works, how Google works, how to get opt or what the different types of platforms are, different website style, e-commerce for service-based businesses and just trying to learn it all. And it never ends with the learning curve. With digital marketing, it's constantly changing, which keeps it interesting. It's always something new going on. So it's not the same old thing over and over again, which I like. Mm. Um, did you have any mentors along the way? Oh yeah, I always recommend to everyone. Get mentors. Mentors are the best and have helped out so much over the years. So mentorship is a great thing. And it's going to help out a lot. That way you can learn from their mistakes and avoid their mistakes. And they're going to teach you or tell you what works, what doesn't work, and really just save you a lot of time, a lot of headaches. Mm. Well, what epiphany did you experience uh, or what new opportunity did you discover um, from that event? 
um, just new opportunities or new ways to market myself, to structure my business, to hire people. I mean, pretty much everything that you want to know with business because they didn't specialize in SEO. So they're just business owners that are retired. Most of them are not going to know really digital marketing because digital marketing is so new, but they'll give you advice about running a business, starting a business, how to hire people, let people go, how to find people, how to do all the stuff that you need to do, file all the paperwork, what type of business you should be, how to find clients, how to restructure it. They'll give you like a fresh set of eyeballs, which is always nice to have. Mm. Uh, did you find that the the journey at the start of it, yeah, I'm sure you had certain goals. Did you do you did you find that in the process of going through this journey that you achieved those goals that you set out to achieve? Yeah, I was able to quit my job and make this a full time gig. So that was probably one of the biggest goals is being able to quit my job and make this my full time full time job. And that was has been accomplished now. I just want to keep growing the company and hiring more people and building it out and expanding it and growing it. Hmm. How long did it take you to get to that that goal? Uh, like 10, 12 years, cause, maybe like 10 years, because I wasn't focused solely on the business. I was working full time and I was happy at first just to get one or two clients just to make some extra money on the side. But after doing it for like five, eight years, I was like, all right, maybe I should really focus on this because I'm able to get a bunch of clients and maybe this could be my full time gig. So was it my first choice or first thing right away? I was just like happy to have a job and then be able to make some extra money on the side. But after a while, I was like, maybe I should really dive fully into this. Mm. And I, I'm just curious, and this is kind of off script. When, when it comes down to SEOs, is that something that you can break up into different offers, different packages, or is it just kind of like when you go to somebody, you like, here are the seven things that we offer. This is what it's all about. Or is it some other iteration? No, it's custom. Every website's different. Ah. So Got to figure out, what's working for your website versus the competitors and how to fill that void. Because if that's, you we're not really trying to be Google. It'd be nice to be Google, but really all we care about is who's on that first page of Google, how much SEO have they done and how can we do a better job of it? Hmm. All right. So this is what I consider to be your journey. It's just a snippet of it. But next segment that I want us to talk about is, is what I call your niche. And so niche is, is broken down into five different areas, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, the first one is passions. This is what you do that, you know, you have a strong interest in. The next one is purposeful. Uh, this is what you do that, that feels meaningful to you. The, the third is uh, patterns, what you do naturally well. Proficiency is the fourth, and this is what the helpful activity that you've learned to do well over time. So it's helpful to others, but you learn to do well over time. And then problem solving is something that you do that's unique to you, but it is also helpful to others. So if we go back up to the top, what passions did you have? What do you what do you do or what have you done in your journey that when you do it, you feel like, man, I feel like I was ignited by this moment. Hmm. Passions with work or yeah, well, yeah, what's your niche? My SEO, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, I just help people get more traffic. I like that. That part is the best thing is watching businesses just grow, get more traffic, and really get more traffic than they're not paying every time someone clicks on their website. So just helping businesses grow, that's something I really enjoy and like. Hmm. How do you how do you measure that though? I guess you start out with where they are and as a baseline, and then you say percentage wise, this is what success looks like, or is that also custom as well? 
little custom, but usually use tools like Google Analytics mm. to track everything. It's a free tool from Google that nice. I'd recommend everyone utilize or at least track somehow. You gotta track everything. If not, you're just kind of flying in the dark and you're not gonna know what's working. Right. It's not working because all the data is there and it will let you make statistically informed decisions if you use the data properly. So definitely track using Google Analytics. There's Google Search Console. There's a bunch of other tools out there, but the more you're able to track that data, the better. And every website's going to be slightly different metrics. So it's got to figure out what matters, usually conversions. That's what we ultimately want to track. But every website has a different conversion goal, whether it's phone calls, emails, sales, whatever it may be. So just trying to figure that out. Mm. Or what do you do that feels purposeful? What do you do that when you do it, you kind of say to yourself, I feel like I was made for this moment. Um, just growing those businesses. I like that part of it. That's yeah. something I really like is just watching people grow and mm. tap into that traffic source and watching them just get to that next level in their business stage because they're able to just keep growing exponentially. Mm. Yeah, and I, I would imagine a lot of um, people that you may interact with, uh, like, as you said, like there's some people who are, who are retired. They know a lot about business, um, and, and I'm sure for them, this is like it's almost like a magic trick, right? It's like you know, I didn't, I call this guy, and all of a sudden, poof, instantly, I got people coming to me, and um, and so I'm pretty sure it's rewarding because you're able to kind of figure out the or make simple the complexity of uh, the unknown. For people and it, it's such a powerful tool that that you're able to master so i really applaud what you're doing uh next question that i have for you is patterns what do you do naturally well um probably just hard working dedicated so just able to just keep grinding away and working at it because when you have your own company it's a lot of work or it takes a lot more time and effort so that's something i spend a lot of time doing is just grinding away and just being dedicated and not getting discouraged or giving up hmm. so I'm, I'm curious to know like so when you were uh, i don't know the seven or eight or maybe even nine year old uh brandon brandon how did you um what do you gravitate to like what exactly did you get excited over and is anything from those younger years connected to what you now have as a superpower i just like building stuff taking stuff apart so always curious about just opening up anything, taking things mm. apart with screwdrivers and just trying to rebuild it after. So uh, mm. think so maybe trying to figure out how Google works and rebuilding Google or backtracking Google, but definitely enjoyed all that stuff was fun. Mm. So did you, did you have uh, in the parse and now we're going from patterns to proficiencies. So this is how you've, you've learned over time. Did you have like, like books or did you go to seminars? I know you said you had a mentor or had mentors, but did you have any of those other supplements that help you or was it just true uh, trial and error? No, to grow the business, just reading up on uh, classes, workshops, seminars, and still do all that stuff to this day because that's how you just keep growing. If not, you're just gonna kind of stay stagnant. So you gotta keep learning, otherwise Google's gonna change and Google changes every single day. And if you're not staying up to date with it, someone else is and they're gonna take advantage of it. Mm. 
you know, uh, Michael Jordan said, I've missed over 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games, 26 times. I've been trusted to take the game winning shot and missed. He says, I failed over and over and over again in my life. And that's why I succeed. Uh, when it comes down to problem solving, what type of problems do you solve for others to help them get over some of these failures that they would have gone through if if not for your if not for your help? Well, I'll just try to figure out what's working, what's not working for them, and try to just figure out how to fix whatever's going on with their website. Kind of like being a doctor and patching it up and making sure their website's healthy and going strong, and able to tap into that traffic that Google's giving out. If you have a good website that's relevant, authoritative, has keywords in the right places, has built up trust over time, then Google's gonna probably reward you. Hmm. And so this is this segment right here that we just finished is uh, your, your your niche. Now the last section is uh, what I consider to be your your secrets. And so now, what one secret would you offer to your pre niche self that will help you your pre niche self accelerate them where, from where they are at that moment in time to where you are today? I would probably say getting the mentor would have been a good thing to get sooner than later, not waiting so long to get the mentor because they really do help out a lot, saving a lot of time and headaches and letting you learn from their mistakes. So the mentor thing is such a big one that I tell everyone they should get a mentor. It's going to help out tremendously. Mm. So Abraham Maslow, uh, psychologist said that if you only, if the only tool you have is a hammer, you tend to see every problem as a nail. And so I understand getting a mentor because they actually help to help you to see that, you know, what you really have is X versus versus Y. If you try to figure it out on your own. But the question that I have for you is what secret is a must have to getting started and also staying committed? Well, I'm just learning, reading up on books, blogs, forums, taking classes, seminars, workshops, because that's the best way to learn. You could go to college for it, but it's tough because everything gets outdated with digital marketing. What works today, potentially not, not work tomorrow. It changes so quickly. So just trying to read up and learn and test things out on your own, build a website or have someone build a website, test out trying to rank it, see if you can do it that's going to be the best way to really build a portfolio is say, Hey, here's all these sites I've built and ranked and could do the same for you. Mm. How long does it take for when it comes down to ranking? Like how long is that sustained for like the, your ranking? Uh, how, how does that, that part I don't understand. I, when you say somebody, let's just say somebody's ranked at number one, how long does it stay there? Or what do you have to do to, you know, how does that work? <laughs> Stays up there for the most part for as long as, you're doing SEO and beating out your competitors, but once your competition does better SEO than you've done, then you're gonna drop down. But it might take months, days, weeks, years, sometimes never happens where the competition just doesn't notice, doesn't care. But that's the main thing is who's your competitors? How active are they? Because if they're constantly trying to update their website and outrank you, then you gotta fight for that top spot. But if no one is really trying to compete for that, then you can kind of just sit back and relax and keep that traffic coming in. Mm. So do you have in this space of SEO, do you have like a nemesis? Is there somebody that you hear that is working as an SEO for some other company that you're just like, oh man, you know, now I got to make sure I, 
<laughs> I, I do something extra. Um, do you have any, any, any of that going on? Um, any competitors that, that, you know, uh, are just as good as you that you have to work twice as hard or even uh, put a little bit more effort behind making sure that your company gets ranked? I'm not sure who's behind all these websites, so I don't know if it's who it is. But when I'm competing against big terms like Amazon and Walmart, Costco, Target, yeah, it's tough. It is tough. It's okay. not easy because I have whole teams of people pushing tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe a month into their SEO campaigns. Mm. Right. So, okay, I got you. So there are companies um, that you would work with and they would have big time competitors like Amazon or those type of companies where you're like, the, it's almost like a David and Goliath thing, it sounds like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. I mean, Amazon is almost a competitor for anyone doing e-commerce. So got to compete with that. Wikipedia usually pops up a lot for keywords. So got to compete with them and all these other platforms. So just trying to outrank these big sites that are pushing a lot of money into their budgets. Mm. So... What has been your greatest struggle after you found your niche? Probably growing the business was the toughest part. Finding clients, educating people about search engine optimization, why it's valuable and how it will help them out to get more traffic. And still to this day, so that all I do of educating. People don't really understand SEO or the value of it. So that is definitely a tough part. Hmm. Um, do you explain to your clients like the difference between cold traffic, warm traffic, hot traffic, or is that not really relevant for the SEO? I don't think it's relevant for SEO for paid ads. Yeah. But for SEO, I don't know how you could differentiate more okay. cold traffic because you're just ranked on Google. Google's going to show you whenever they show you and they don't really tell you who your traffic is. Okay, and and just for those people who are listening, when you start to talk, can you explain a little bit what it means to be ranked and how someone benefits from that? Ranking is just ranking at the top of Google. Like if you search on Google, whoever's at the top, sort of ranked at the top. You want to be at the top versus the bottom of the page because most people don't scroll down. So you want to try to be as high up as you can. Usually at the top, there's paid ads, but right below the paid ads, that's the organic, the free, the SEO listings, and that's what SEO is all about. It's getting in those free listings. Mm. What level of intensity does one need to have, in your opinion, to achieve their dream? Oh, they just got to be dedicated and mm. be motivated and not get discouraged because there's always those road bumps. And if you give up, which most people will do, then you're not going to succeed. But you got to just keep going at it and pushing through. And those are the ones that grow and succeed. And all right, I want to take it to that next level. Love it. How do you know? How do you know when it's time to change course versus staying focused on your goal? Um, if it's not working, you might want to change course or readjust it. You don't have to change course, but maybe rethink your strategy and maybe make some tweaks to it to reevaluate what's working, what's not working, and kind of figure out how to go from there. But the mentor would help out a lot with that stuff. Excellent. John Maxwell says, you know, he was talking about like kind of like the journey of, uh, of leadership. And he says, uh, we're not looking for perfection. We're looking for progress. And this is what he was encouraging. And I thought that was so, so good. If, we, if you were to leave some action items for the Nichirana community, what would they be? Um, just be patient with SEO. SEO takes time. Unfortunately, it takes about six months to rank a website. It's not immediate. So just don't get discouraged. A lot of people don't see those rankings and just like, all right, this is not working, but gotta keep working at it and pushing it up. 
pushing it and over time google's going to give you that trust rank for those keywords and you'll see that traffic come in but it's not immediate unfortunately it does take some time Right, so it's essentially, it sounds like it's an investment. One, two investments. One, investing to get get you hired. <laughs> if somebody's got to hire you. That's investment number one. But there's also an investment of time uh, and patience. It mm-hmm. sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yep, the time is a big one. Time and patience. Okay. All right. Well, listen. Uh, you know, Brandon Leibowitz is such a pleasure having you on today. I know when it comes down to the techie things, um, we, we need someone who can help to make those complicated algorithms and the way systems are set up, make that simple. Right. And, and I think that's what you do so well. And for those who want to get in contact with you, how would they best do that? Yeah, so everyone that wants to learn more, I create a special gift for them. If they go to my website, seooptimizers.com, that's SEO. O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash gift. And there they can find my contact information. I have classes that I've done over the years that I put up there all for free and a bunch of other resources. So if they want to learn more, that's the best place. Excellent. And for the Niche Finder community, uh, you, you know, if innovative change is an engine, we believe that your unique dream and abilities could be its fuel. If you want to get in contact with us, you can go on to dreamoctane.org. We look forward to having the very next guest on our program who can help you on your journey towards success. Thanks again for tuning in.